This program is being sponsored by friends and partners of Pastor Victoria Ministries. Read it if you find it. I'm, I'm there already anyway. I will yes, read it, please. But seek first the kingdom of God. But seek first the kingdom of God. No, let's start from 25. The because if I just have to us to read that, then maybe some young believers, people that have just started, I mean, like they, they've just started their relationship with God, uh, would might not understand, might not know what that is saying. But let's take this. Let, I don't want to preach, but can we just deliberate and just talk about what the scripture says? And maybe if I can just give a little bit of interpretation to it, then we can take it from there. So I wanted to just see what this scripture is saying. My one actually said, do not worry. Don't worry. That is what the beginning of my Bible says about this particular one. I'm using New um, King James Fashion. So if you have it as well, I'm, I'm sure your Bible will say the same thing as well. So you don't have to worry about whatsoever that you are going through, about your life, about your situation. But now, let's read it on from verse 25. Amen. So let's read it. Therefore I say to you. Therefore I said to you. Do not worry about your life. Do not worry. You don't have to worry about your life. Do not worry about your life. Keep going. What you eat or what you drink. Yeah, most of the time we worry so much about what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to drink, how am I going to pay the bills. I called some people out on Sunday according to the spirit of the Lord as the Lord directed me. And the Lord said, you said to me, I'm not going to do this again. And you've laid your hand on it and you've done it. And God said, come out here. And a lot of people did come out. And the Lord said that some, and the Lord said, go back to your seat. I've forgiven you whatever you have done. And the Lord said, go back to your seat. That I should tell these people that if you make up your mind that I'm not going to do this thing again and lay my hand on those things. Come out. And the people were coming out. And at a point, the spirit of the Lord said to me that tell these people. I think I mentioned someone's name as well. But the Lord said to me, said these people, don't worry about how you're going to pay your bills. God is a provider. Most of us in the house, we worry so much about what we are going to eat, the cloth I'm going to wear, what I'm going to do, the car that I'm going to buy, the house that my family will live. Those are the things that we put our mind on. Those are the reasons why we see a lot of people they are not in, in, in the church when we're supposed to be there. And we always think, oh, I've got bills to pay. 
That is the reason why you see a lot of people that, that are in Christ. They've already in Christ. But we wonder how, how, where is my survivor? If I didn't take this step, if I didn't do this thing, if I didn't lay my hand on dodgy things, it's going to be difficult for me to pay my bills. But that scripture is saying that I know what you've going through. I know you've got bills to pay. Can I have amen in the house? I know that you're going to pay your rent. I know you've got to clothe yourself. I know you've got to look nice. I know there are a lot of other things that you need that are, you are going through. Now, if you are a child of God, if you believe that you are a child of God, I want you to know that God knows every single thing that you are going through in life. Amen, somebody. Amen. God knows everything about your life. God knows that my heart was troubled this morning. God knows that things were not right for me. God knows everything about me. God knows that the bills is going to come on the first. God knows that the rent has to be paid. Everything that you are going through, God is aware. If I'm saying, if you are saying that God did not know what you are going through, it means that you are saying that you are not in a relationship with God. If God is your father, he knows bills have got to be paid. Thank you. He knows the bills have got to be paid. So now, he, this is Jesus talking to you and I today. That you don't have to worry. Do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you are going to drink. Now, I'm not saying that Jesus is saying, don't go to work. That is not what that scripture is saying. How many of you in the house that you go to work, you get your salary, and still, the salary is not enough for, for all the bills. Can I see you? Thank you. You work hard, you go to work, you do everything you've got to do, you have your business, and you wake up, you open your shop at the right time. You do everything that you've got to do. But at the end of the day, the bills were coming, and then you wonder, how am I going to pay all these bills? So, I'm not saying that Christ said, don't work, that I'm going to supply your need. Then you are going to be stealing. So, he said something to you here. That I know you've got bills. I know everything that you are doing. But I'm here to tell you, don't worry about these bills. Praise the Lord. Don't worry too much about that. Don't let it bother you. Don't let it affect you to the extent that you're going to put your hand in something that you are not meant to put your hand in. Don't let it be priority for you and say, oh, these bills I've got to pay. Oh, I've got to carry this clothes. I've got to wear this best clothes because I've got to show up my clothes. Or I've got to carry the bag, Gucci, Amashi, money, and all that. He said, don't worry about those things. When I read that, I realized that, oh, even Jesus knows that we've got to wear nice clothes, isn't he? He said, don't, don't, don't. He said, don't worry about what you're going to wear. Hallelujah. He said, do not worry about what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on. Hey, I haven't got my clothes for the choir. Don't worry. He said, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Go to verse 26. 
Look at the birds of the hair. Look at the birds of the hair. For they neither sow nor reap. They neither sow nor reap. Nor gather into bonds. Nor gather into bonds. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Let somebody say yet. Yet. Your heavenly father feeds feed them. them. There is someone here, God will feed you. Amen. You are saying you are single mother. God will feed your family. Amen. You are not saying amen now. Amen. If God is feeding the birds in here, God will feed you as well. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Read it on for me. Are you not are you not of more value than they? Are you not more of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? Which one out of you that is hearing me right now? Out of your by worrying can add one cubit to his stature. Imagine somebody that is short. Keep worrying that I'm too short. Can you add to your height? You can. If you are worried about I'm getting old. Ha, I'm getting old. Oh, ha, I'm getting old. Can you do anything about getting old? You've got to get old. You've got to grow up. Whether you like it or not, you've got to grow up. Why are you getting worried about it? So, he says, is there anyone, just because you are worried about your age, about your height, you can add to it. You cannot. The only thing you can do is to wear high heel shoes. Praise God. Read it on. So, why do you worry about clothing? So, why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies. Consider of the, field. the lilies of the field. How they grow. How they grow. They neither toil nor spin. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you. And I say yet to you that even Solomon, even Solomon, in all his glory, was in not, everything that Solomon of God was not arranged like one. He of was those. not as beautiful as blessed as these people. Now, even Solomon. Read on because of time. Yeah. Now, if God so close the grass of the field. Now, now, let me say this to you. Let somebody say now. Now. Say now. Now. Look at this flower, how beautiful they are. Look at how God always manifests his power. This sunflower, just, if the sun goes down, it will just close up, yeah. just like that. And when the sun comes on, I see it in my garden and I wonder. And I just look at it. I just stand there. And I say, God, you are great. God is mighty. And God is awesome. All these things, even heaven and earth, and the flowers and everything are declaring the glory of God. We as well. The little things that you've got to see that are supposed to amaze you about God. Little things amaze me about God. Little things amaze me about God. Now he said, now. If God clothed the grass of the field, if God is watching over this land, God knows the exact time to make it to raise up his head. So he said, if God should clothe the grass of the field, read it on for me. Which today is. Which today is. And tomorrow is thrown, and into, tomorrow the is thrown into the oven. Will he not much more clothe you? Will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little oh, faith. Oh, you of little faith. Therefore, therefore, do not worry. Therefore, say to your neighbor, you don't have to worry. He said, now therefore, do not worry. Read it unto me. Saying, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or sh- what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Or what shall I wear? Read on, fast 32. 
For after, for after all these things, yes. the Gentiles seek. The Gentiles seek after these things themselves. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. Your heavenly father do what? Knows that you need all these what things. What did I say earlier on? I said God knows everything about your life. God knows bills has to be paid. God knows that your landlord is going to ask for the rent. God knows that you, have, you must have a job. God knows that you have to feed your family. God has to provide for you. If you are a child of God. I keep on saying to some people, it's my responsibility. When they grow, I might just leave them. I keep on saying to Grace and they go and get the food that you're going to eat. But I still provide the food in there. But let them go and get it. But it's my responsibility, like F, like F's daughter now. It's our responsibility to make sure that that baby eats. It's responsibility of God to provide for you. Now, that is if you are a child of God. Did you hear what I said? That is if you are a child of God. It's my duty to make sure that Tommy eats. I cannot say, oh, it's my baby and leave it like that. It's my responsibility to make sure, even if she says she doesn't want to eat. How many of you that mothers in the house, that you know your daughter is saying, oh, mommy, I don't feel like eating. You will calculate the time. You will know when the last time she eat. And you will say, come here. Even that you're going to force her to eat the food, you will do that. Why? Because she's your daughter. You know nothing must not touch her. You know she must not die. You know if she didn't eat, she, she might not grow up properly. So we make sure that they eat properly. So it's the responsibility of God to provide your needs for you according to his riches in his glory. It's my duty to feed my children according to the food that I have in my fridge. Simple as ABC. God has got everything that you need. As a mother, I have everything that I, I feed my kids with. If I get to my fridge, if it's Gary there, you've got to drink Gary. If it's Kuli Kuli, you've got to eat it. And if I have, if I have the grace to have a bono, fine, we eat it together. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now the God that we are serving have got everything in his own hand. He's got the old wall. The Bible said, God and Siva are his. He will supply your needs. He will bless you. Anything whatsoever that you need, he's the responsibility of God to give it to you. That is if, I'm going to go back to that because that is where I'm going to. If you are a child of God. Read it on for me. Verse 33. Yes. But seek first the kingdom of God. One thing that you need to do first, you've got to seek first the kingdom of God. But seek first the kingdom of God. But seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And his righteousness. And all these things shall be added Seek first the kingdom of God. Not just the kingdom of God, but the righteousness of the kingdom of God as well. Seek first the kingdom of God. And after you've done that, all these things shall be all added this thing shall be added to you. Shall be added unto you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Did anyone get that? I'm, I'm ministering to somebody, it might not be everybody, but I just want to tell someone that the reason why God is not supplying your needs according to this is because that is what you put first. I was talking about people that we pray. If you see them, I will be in my office, you will see them come to the house of God. Pray for their essential permit. Pray as if they are crazy. Pray as if life depends, their life depends on it. If we ask them to come to the Bible class, it's none of their business. Ask them to come and do evangelism. It's none of their business. But God is saying to you, 
all those things that you need now, all what you need to do is to seek first my kingdom. Do what pleases me first. Search for the kingdom of God first. When you do that, everything that you need, I will add unto you. Do you see the reason why we suffer? Do you see the reason why we don't have what we want? It's just for the fact that we are putting God last. If God should give me the chance, by the time I finish my degree, I will serve God. But God, note it down in your diary. You've got to seek the will of God first. If we want to see the glory of God, we've got to put the first thing first. Putting the first thing first is touching the heart of God. Can I have amen? To touch God. Let me tell you about Abraham. Abraham touched heaven with his faith. He touched daddy with his faith. And when he touched daddy with his faith, that is when God made him to be father of all nations. He worshipped God. He gave what he had, the only begotten son that God gave to him. He gave it back to God. And God wondered, how can somebody, not a young guy that can say, I can have another baby at any other time. Someone that waited, not someone that is easy for, to be pregnant and give a child. Someone that they waited years in their life to have a baby. And they waited for so long. Now, they now have one child. And God said, take that child. Go and sacrifice the child on, 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 on the mount for me. Kill the child. Not just put him there and let him walk like Samuel. Kill that child. Not go and stay in the house of God and let him be an errand for the pastor. I want you to take him to the altar and slaughter him. And Abraham rose up. He said, it is the Lord that gave it to me. And I'm going to give it back to God. If that is what God wants me to do. Have we got to a point in our life that we are saying, that is where I'm going. That you can say, if that is what God wants me to do, I will do it and I will see what God is going to do for me. But we don't want to see what God has got to do. We don't want to do what God wants us to do. But we want to have what God is promising us. It doesn't go that way. Did you hear what I said? Is God first? Is it that God first or nothing? Is it that you put the will of God first? When we're talking about seeking for the kingdom of God, what is it talking about? It's about doing what God says we should do first. Go to the Bible with me. First John chapter 3, verse 22. First John 20, uh, chapter 3, verse 22. First John 3, verse 22. Yes, please. And what, whatever we ask, we yes. receive from him. Yes. Because we keep his commandments and do things that are pleasing in his sight. Read it again, please. And whatever we ask, we whatsoever that we ask, we receive from him. We receive from God. Because we keep his commandments. Because we keep his commandments. And wait there first. Wait there. Let's go to 5. Go to chapter 5, verse 14. Both we are going to read together. Verse 14. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. This is the confidence. I have confidence in God. That this is the confidence that we have in our God. That if we ask anything according to his if will. If we ask anything. According to his will. According to his will, not according to your will. He hears us. He hears us. Praise 
the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is a God of his word. Now, he said, this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. Now, go to that scripture. How many of you that know that God answered prayer? Now, ask yourself, why is it that your prayer has not been answered? Why is it that my prayer has not been answered? And why is it that your own prayer has not been answered? You know, I always say something. I pause when I'm praying. When I'm, uh, it's not now, but I remember then. We fire the enemy. We command them to die and die and die. But sometimes we are killing ourselves. Why? Because you are your own enemy. We are our own enemy. If we ask God for something, God is going to do it. Have we paused and leave the mother-in-law and the stepmother and your wife that you think is your enemy? Have you left them behind and, and, and said that, you know what? Let me look at my life. What am I doing that is not right in the eyes of God? There's, now, let me say this. I've never said it before. There's some situation that you are in. God doesn't want you to be there. And the enemy does not even put you there. But whereby we put ourselves there. Did I say that right? Yes. We, you put yourself there. Nothing to do with anyone. But how do we get ourselves out? It's for us to do what Elder said. Touch heaven. It's time to touch God. When we touch God, miracle will happen in our life. I don't want to stand there the next five years to come. And as we said the same thing to you. Why? Because your life has not changed. Because your destiny has not been fulfilled. If you put God first, you will see the glory of God in your life. If you do the right thing, don't drop this word and just say it's a joke. If you are living an unrighteous life, if you are living in sin, drop it. If you are living in sin, drop it. It doesn't take you anywhere. Make everything right. So the glory of God. Thank you for watching Above Limitations. I know you've been blessed with this message. Join Pastor Victoria at Freedom House UK, 9 Factory Road, London E16 2EL, Sundays 10 a.m. GMT. For more information, visit pastorvictoria.org. Telephone 44 207 474 0628.